Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan in this morning. For Zach Bingham, uh, make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show on our Twitter timeline. Also, hit us up on Instagram and TikTok as well. Sam's been doing some TikToks uh, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, so that TikTok content for Titans offseason will continue uh, to grow and be really well done by Sam there. But also, got to thank our sponsors because they truly make it happen for us. And they uh, help you guys out, like Wilson County Hyundai. If you need a new ride, go make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process. That's by simply going to see them in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org. They're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. BoneandJointTN.org. Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, they're the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. And if you've been injured in a car wreck, call them for a free case consultation at 800-800-4600. So this may be a side project that I'll give uh, the audience now as Zach is off today uh, for the podcast audience uh, that misses the, uh, the cold open of the show uh, Zach is uh, giving a speech of some sort uh, to uh, his alma mater at high school, uh, Battleground Academy, BGA in Franklin. So if you want to do a little side chat on what do you think Zach's main message to the BGA students is this morning, maybe we can circle back uh, with Ain't That Good News and ask you guys more of what do you think Zach's main message is to the high schoolers at BGA this morning? Uh, so, and, and you know, Rick, awesome. Ricochet Ray get... saying, uh, Zach is very, uh, speechly. Uh, so is, is he going to go Dwight Schrute, uh, and, and pound the table? Uh, is he going to give, uh, the lesson that Nick Ewing says that Spode don't know Titans Kyle says, say what you mean and mean what you say, uh, sharing That's probably is probably what there, it is. <laughs> yeah. Michael, uh, there's another one. Uh, say what you mean and mean what you say. So. Uh, Corey Davis sucks coming in from Dom. <laughs> Jeff Rubel says, don't ride the fence. Uh, so if you ain't first, you're last coming in from Ricochet Ray. Noah says, uh, Corey Davis is a bust. Uh, so, you know, it, look, it listen, shots I exactly. think the real question here, Austin is over or under 0.5 debates that Zach gets in while he's on the stage. I like. So I think when you open it up to the questions from the audience, I think you might start seeing debate Zach come out. So yeah, maybe uh, because you know I, I don't know if he's a, a part of a panel. Uh, Zach and I have done panels before, and, and honestly, Sam, uh, Zach and I spoke to Lipscomb, which is how we met uh, yep. about a year ago. So uh, so we'll see uh, what Zach thinks, and maybe uh, it, it ain't that good news. I'll ask you what stood out the most, because uh, I just thought about this. What stood out the most from that Lipscomb University uh, thing that we did a year ago where we uh, met there for the first time and how things have changed over the last 12 months since then. But, all right, so let's dive into this, because the NFL Players Association, Sam, uh, put out their top five players at each position uh, yesterday uh, with, you know, I guess it was yesterday, right, on Twitter and this was uh, players voted uh, for players at their position and then also those they lined up against. And so this is the players all pro team, right? So the players voted on this, a, a part of the NFL Players Association. So the top five players at their position voted on specifically by who play their position, plus they lined up against top five quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, and Lamar Jackson in that order. Top five wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, and fifth, 
former Titan AJ Brown. And then top five running backs, Sam. Let's go ahead and get to the graphic you made. Here are the top five running backs according to the NFL players. Number one, Josh Jacobs of the Raiders. Number two, Nick Chubb of the Browns. Number three, Tony Pollard of the Cowboys. Number four, Christian McCaffrey of the Panthers slash San Francisco 49ers. And number five of the New York Giants, Saquon Barkley. So, no Derrick Henry. Yeah, and well, to clarify too, just what you were talking about, it's a player at a position and who they line up against. So, for example, those wide receivers voted on by NFL wide receivers and voted on by NFL defensive backs that go against them. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly who would have been lined up against four running backs other than just all defensive players in general. Yeah. But it is interesting yeah. because I would, uh, I would guess linebackers, you know, if you're trying to, you know, quarterbacks, I don't know who would grade the quarterbacks either out, you know, on the defensive side, it makes sense for DBs offensive linemen. It makes sense for defense alignment and edge rushers. I would guess running backs lined up with linebackers. If you want to be, um, you know, as, uh, you know, uh, consistent as possible and maybe quarterbacks and linebackers and safeties, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of tough to, to yeah. really nail down that. Well, listen, I mean, it, it, what I find most interesting about this just for starters is I felt like the other two lists that you just rattled off Austin, the QBs and the wide receivers are generally pretty chalk, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, uh, who is number well, Jalen in, Hurts. in this in this order? Mahomes one, Allen right. two, Hurts three, Burrow four, Lamar Jackson five. And you now, can debate you know, that you can debate that order all you want, but I mean, for the most part, four of those five guys are absolutely in the top five, regardless of who you ask. And I don't want to hear any other arguments. And, and same thing with those wide receivers, right? Like you can argue. Stefan Diggs over Devontae Adams or vice versa or where Tyreek Hill falls. But Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, AJ's probably that one that slides into top five and might not be on some other lists. But like that feels pretty much not debatable. Like that is a strong top five. And you get to this running back group. Mm. And I get Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing this year, but this one certainly stands out as having some, wow, like Tony Pollard, not just being on the list, but being all the way up at number three, you don't have Derrick Henry. You don't have a couple other names that uh, I'm sure we will talk about as we have this conversation, but that's what sticks out first and foremost to me is those other positions seemed pretty cut and dry and yet running back a lot yeah. of surprises here that you don't have at QB or, or wide receiver. Yeah. Because let's look at it. You know, if you go to the receivers, right. So we go through the, the top five receivers in the NFL when it comes to actual yards, right? Like you're, you're judged on your production, but you're also judged on the impact you have, right. It, you know, we went through the top five wide receivers, Jefferson, Adams, Diggs, Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown. Here are the top five wide receivers when it comes to receiving yards in order. Jefferson, Hill, Adams, A.J. Brown, fourth in the league this year, and then Stephon Diggs, fifth. So all five, that makes sense. When it comes to, you know, the quarterbacks, you know, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, and Kirk Cousins were all top five in yards. Jared but, Goff was sixth, right? Yeah, but, but that's, we also a, that's know, a different, like, Yeah, like, you know, Jalen Hurts was 10th in, in passing yards this season, but we also know that he missed – uh, a couple games down the stretch where the Eagles lost. Uh, and then we know what he adds on the ground. And obviously when it comes to Lamar Jackson, the second consecutive year that he's missed out uh, and due to a significant injury on his lower body where the Ravens have struggled because of it. But that's the only one that's debatable to me. And like the NFL QB situation is really interesting. I think the top 10 is highly debatable and there are so many different arguments you can make on like who is and who is not a top 10 quarterback I think there are people that would tell you Lamar Jackson is not top 10 I think he is I don't know if I'd put him top five uh but like there's no doubt I think everybody has to have Hertz Brady Mahomes or Hertz Mahomes Allen Burrow as your top five in the NFL right now like and I I, I don't see how that's 
contended. I, I obviously it's not by the players. I think you'd be hard pressed to find too many fans that felt like there was another quarterback in the top four. That's not one of those four names listed. Mm-hmm. And the guys after that, okay, we can debate, but to have this much discrepancy at the very, very top of a position group where I think there's an argument Josh Jacobs would get left off of a lot of top five lists. Like well, and and he's number one, according to the players. That seems weird to me. Yeah, and look, Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing. Derrick Henry was second in the NFL in rushing, uh, playing one less game than Nick Chubb. He was uh, uh, two, over 200 yards ahead of Saquon Barkley, who's on this list. Christian McCaffrey and Tony Pollard. You know, McCaffrey was eight when it comes to rushing yards. Sam, Tony Pollard was 16th when it comes to rushing yards in the NFL. Here are other players who had significantly more rushing yards than Tony Pollard, Miles Sanders of the Eagles, Dalvin Cook of the Vikings, Travis Etienne, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Kenneth Walker III, Ramondre Stevenson, Tyler Aguilar, Najee Harris, and Justin Fields all had more <laughs> rushing yards this season than Tony Pollard. Yeah, and, well... And- the the carries matter, but like, if you want to talk production, you were talking production earlier. Like, like Jamal Williams had more rushing yards than Tolly Pollard, and what do you have? Seventeen touchdowns, seventeen like touchdowns. Like, so if if we're going off production, it doesn't make sense. Now, if you're going off just merit, it surprises me. Somebody like Josh Jacobs is at number one. That's why I find it weird. They, it's. It's inconsistent to me, at least. I, I yeah. don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, and so you know, I, look, I'm not an anti Tony Pollard person. I think Tony Pollard's a really freaking good NFL player, and he's going to make some things happen and changes when it comes to Dallas. So we're going to open this up to you guys now, too. Uh, so let's get everybody's opinion. And this is an open ended question. We normally don't do super open ended questions, but I think uh, with how ridiculous this ranking is, we're just going to open up to you guys. What do you make of NFL players not voting Derrick Henry a top five running back? What do you make of NFL players not ranking Derrick Henry as a top five running back in the league this season? But first, I'm going to tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And whenever you get hurt in life, You have to know who to go to and who you can trust. How do you get back to health? And that's by going to the dozen plus specialists at the Bone and Joint Institute who who do specialize in any type of injury. There's no gaps. There's no gaps at the Bone and Joint Institute. If you have an injured hip, they've got multiple specialists for you that make it easy for you as well. So like I hurt my foot in the the summer. What did I do? I went to boneandjointtn.org. I clicked on make an appointment. I typed in, what is hurting? I clicked on foot. It sorted out the specialist and then gave me their calendars for what fit my schedule. And there you go. And now my foot feels great. So check them out, boneandjointtn.org. Today's show is powered by BetMGM. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using promo code ATOZ Sports and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odd specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Sign up with bonus code ATOZ Sports and get up to $1,000 in bonus bets if you don't win your first Bet, that's betmgm.com and the BetMGM app. Absolutely. All right, Sam. So we're going through the top five running backs, and I've got the rankings right here. Sam put this together. The NFL Players Association uh, have their top five running backs in the league. This was voted on by players of these positions and players they go up against. So if we want to say running backs and linebackers, for the most part, or who voted on the top five running backs in the NFL this year, Josh Jacobs, one, Nick Chubb, two, Tony Pollard, three, Christian McCaffrey, four, and Saquon Barkley 
at number five. So Sam, I'll send you to the chat on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, what does it mean? This is the question we're asking everybody. What do you make of NFL players not voting Derrick Henry as a top five running back? Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of one word. This doesn't have right. to be one word. We just want to know uh, how you guys are feeling about this because Austin and I certainly have some pretty strong opinions about it. Guy says it's disrespectful. Uh, let's see. What else would be real disrespectful from George? They're hating from Jermel. Fuel for the King from Patrick. Oversight from Scott. Invalid from Tall Texan. Uh, we got it's fixed by Steven. The NFL is rigged. Is rigged. anybody that, seen the, of, the viral the Arian Foster clip where he is oh just. Oh my God. We might have to talk about that for a moment because Arian Foster very clearly joking about the yeah. NFL being rigged and it has gone viral in every way possible. Uh, yeah, I that mean, clip my, of, my but, favorite part is all, all of the NFL players current and past who are giving examples yeah. of the script when they got the script for their catastrophic the, injury or the time the that they messed up and cost their <laughs> yeah. team the season. They're like, I was just following the script. You just can't blame me. And everybody exactly. that thought it was serious on conspiracy theory, Twitter, like yeah. maybe the did you see the guy on the couch too, in the podcast who says like, Arian, what'd you think when you got the script in 2015 that says your, your career was about to fall off a cliff or something like, <laughs> yeah. it's like they're clearly joking around. I mean, PF, PFT commenter did a brilliant, that is yeah. brilliant content by the yep. way, by all those guys. He knew involved. exactly what he was doing. Brilliant. brilliant. All right. Let's see what else we got it. going on. Uh, B says they don't respect Tennessee at all. Uh, Orlando says recency bias. Tighten up says atrocious. Ken says perplexing. Jason says haters gonna hate. Uh, we got an absolute joke. Ridiculous. Disgrace. Don't poke the bear from Nate's burner thinking that this is going to unlock the king next season. I'm not sure I, I disagree with that too much there, Nate. Uh, a result of our record and small market. Trey says, uh, it makes me wish we could get news of an OC hire because we're ter terribly <laughs> bored at the lack of the news. Well, this is the NFL offseason, Trey. Welcome yep. to the NFL offseason. Uh, we got opinionated from DeMario. So, Austin, I'll turn it to you. What do you make of this? Because well, yeah, I, I think we're both on the same page. This is perplexing. This is weird. This is for a list that looks good for quarterbacks, looks good for wide receivers. This running back list looks all out of whack and Derrick Henry's not on there. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so Tim says it is the NFL Players Association, right? Yeah, it's the, the NFL PA is who did this. And so I'm going to read from the tweet. This uh, is re we, released from the NFL PA. Yes, from the NFL PA's official account. It's got that, they doesn't have a blue check mark, Sam. It's got that gold check mark with a little sunshine thing around it. So NFL players honoring the best in the game. We've got the top five players at their position voted on by specifically those who play their position plus those they line up against. So Sam, I've got a key word here. I'm going to go one word insecurity. This is NFL players being insecure about how Derrick Henry has flat out dominated their ass over the last four years, including this year behind the worst offensive line put together in football. That's all this is. And, and Titans Rossi, uh, I'll go back to his comment. He's right, too. They're all pissed because his stiff arm embarrasses them all. <laughs> it, it, I mean, that's, that's what this is. This, is. this is grown men being insecure at somebody who is physically more dominant than they are. Jeff says, okay, that's a bad take, Austin. Why is it a bad take, Jeff? Tell me why this is a bad take. Why? What logical reason is out there? that Derrick Henry is not a top five running back. Like, I'm with I'm Jeff. Not, here. I'm, I'm with saying. Jeff. Let me, cause I, I gotta, I'm going to back up Jeff here because okay, I do think fine. that's a bad take. You think it's a bad take? I do. And, and I'm not saying it's a logical reason for Derrick Henry to be, and I'll get into my reason why okay. I think this is the case. Tell me but I don't I, think I, I'm, not done play, yet. I'm not done yet. Okay. Go ahead. Well, no, I, no, 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 no. I want you to tell me why you think it's a bad take and then I'll keep going. Well, I don't think NFL players are sitting back going like, Mm, that uh, Derek Henry, I'm salty. He stiff armed me. I'm gonna leave him off this list. And there's some like like momentum to, against Derek to leave him off the list because he's too good or they're too jealous of him. I don't think that's happening. I have my own reason for it, but 
I don't think this is a jealousy, collusion, salty, they got stiff-armed type of thing. I, I, I do think that's a bad take and a little bit of a reach no, uh, on I, your part. I, I do think it's insecurities. I think it's because it's it's Ryan Clark, right? It, remember the Ryan Clark comment from a couple years ago where Ryan Clark, who was a great safety. I, I really like Ryan Clark uh, as a safety. I like him in spots as an analyst. I think sometimes he gets a little bit too emotional uh, and, and, you know, and when stuff he says. But he, but he was sitting here going like, oh, I'll meet him in the hole. It's it's something about Derrick Henry being six foot three, two hundred and sixty pounds, who can run away from people and has go go gadget arms for stiff arms that makes that makes players say, "I got this." No, I can meet. I'll let Derrick Henry meet me in a hole, and we'll see what happens. I, well, I, let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you that. If this is if this is what that is, right? It, it's that. What what was the word that you used? I don't want to put insecurities. Words in Insecurity. If that's what this is. Why is it happening this year and not last year? Why is it happening this year, not two years ago? Because last year, two years ago, when they released the NFL 100 voted on by the players, Derrick Henry's in the, the top whatever. He's always the top running back listed or one of the top running backs listed. So why is it now that they're leaving him off the top five? Now I they got know. insecure after 2022. Everybody says, hang on. I actually don't think this guy's that good anymore. Cause they're butt hurt. Like, I, I don't think that that can be the root cause of it. So I'll go ahead and get into my reason for sure, it. Sure. No, no, I, I want to answer your question though, but I think it's because they look at, they look at, you know, players. I think, I think, I think we would be shocked um, of how many players honestly don't pay as much attention to the entire league as we think they do. Like, That's you fair. know, I, I, they watch film on their opponents week by week because they have a job to do, right? Not a ton of players, and I don't even know if it's the majority of players, are out there watching Sunday night football like we are after watching the Titans at noon. Like, you know, they you know, they don't necessarily do that. There is a decompress, get away from it. And so I don't necessarily think players who uh, are, are paying, looking at the, the stats are saying, man, Derrick Henry only averaged four point something yards per carry. Uh, you know, he had a bunch of yards, but it's because he had a bunch of carries. They don't only they recognize, uh, you know, the crap offensive line that they were playing uh, in front of Derrick Henry for him to power through. Like how many times, Sam, have we watched Derrick Henry get hit behind the line of scrimmage and then gain two yards? where because of his strength and size and stature, it's the fact that he can get positivity out of a negative situation. So also when I say insecure, I think that they're using Derek in this situation. I think they're using Derek Henry's physical stature as a knock against him by saying he wouldn't be as good if he wasn't 6'3", 260 pounds. Because look at the guys on this list, right? And, and we'll get to John's jackpot money here in a second. Josh Jacobs is a thick guy, but not exactly big. Nick Chubb's kind of like Josh Jacobs. But Pollard and, Bar and, and McCaffrey are, you know, scat kind of backs, right? They do a bunch of different things. Well, and, and why is Tony Pollard in this list? Why is he third? Uh, you know, I get that he had 1,000 yards and he was splitting time with Zeke. But Tony Pollard's, oh, Tony's a dual threat uh, running back, right? Tony can do it in the passing game. Well, I mean, Derrick Henry, uh, you know, Tony Pollard had 371 receiving yards. Derrick Henry had 398 on less catches. Like Derrick Henry had more receiving yards than Tony Pollard did this year on top of having 500 plus more rushing yards than Tony Pollard had. Like that's 50% more rushing yards than Tony Pollard and he had more receiving yards. So I think it's I think it's the NFL players uh, of knocking Derrick Henry for uh, having his size and being insecure in this. There's a lot of this. All right, go let's ahead. get to that. Let, before I go on my, yeah. my little thing here, let's get to uh, the jackpot. What'd you say? What'd you call it? Jackpot bucks. Jackpot bucks. John if says it's, it's, it's $9.99 or over, it's Jack Gentry's. But if it's nine ninety nine or if it's under that, then it's yours. There you go. Uh, it's simple. Derrick Henry didn't have a top five season. Way too many fumbles. Couldn't run away from defenders this year, and didn't have any of his signature breakaway runs. No it factor. So I mean, I, I guess 
I don't know if I agree with that take. I mean, I, I think statistically he did have a top five season in yards. Uh, yeah. He didn't have the same season he had the last two seasons before that, but I think a lot of that can be attributed to the offensive line that was around him this season and the type of run blocking he had compared to years past. I, I, I think that might be part of what these players are thinking is looking at a slight drop off in just looking at a box score, right. And seeing a lot of games that Derek maybe didn't take over and not necessarily watching the film on what he has to work with. And then Phillip with more jackpot bucks says the ranking is appropriate because it fits the NFL PA agenda to reset the RB market. Jacob Saquon Pollard are restricted free agents. And I bet Chubb will be a new deal close to McCaffrey deal, not Henry home discount deal. Oh. This is a very, very interesting point oh. here, Philip. It is oh. a very interesting point because you are correct. Saquon's going to get paid. Tony Pollard's going to get paid. These are guys well, that Tony uh, Pollard and- also broke his leg. So he's got a, a, an unfortunate situation with the timing of that because he broke his leg in that playoff game. Uh, but yeah, Tony Pollard. Huh? Who did? Tony Pollard broke his leg. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. In the, okay. in the playoff game. And so he's going to have to have you a certain. Saquon for a minute. I no, was no, be... no. Okay. But, uh, but, you know, to go back to the, uh, to the previous, cause that Philip, I love that comment, but to go back to, to John's real quick, he says, Derek Henry didn't have a top five season, way too many fumbles, couldn't run away from defenders uh, and didn't have his signature breakaway runs. Like, yeah, we, Henry got caught more than he ever has in his career, but Derek Henry had averaged 4.4 yards per carry. Saquon Barkley also averaged 4.4 yards per carry. And Saquon Barkley's Giants offense was a lot more healthy than Derrick Henry's Titans offense. Derrick Henry also led all of the players that are in the top five in rushing touchdowns. And yeah, I think that go you have to put that into it. Derrick Henry, while yes, he did not have um, these the signature breakaway runs, uh, that he's had in the past. Only Nick Chubb had more big runs than the guys in the top five, than Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry had 10 big runs. Chubb had 13. Jacobs had seven. Saquon had nine. Uh, McCaffrey had nine. And then uh, Tony Pollard had, where'd he go? Tony Pollard had nine of those as well. So Derrick Henry is still getting a lot of big runs on top of what he is for the offense. I think even if you disagree with my insecurities part of it, you still disagree with Derrick Henry not being a top five running back, correct? Yeah. And, okay, so all right, Sam, I'm going to let you go deep into, into what you feel because I've been talking a lot. Yeah. Uh, so but before we do that, though, uh, I do want to tell everybody about our great sponsor, Farm Bureau Health Plans. Uh, Zach is talking to his high school right now, and he should maybe tell his high schoolers, hey, when you have to get off your parents' insurance and your parents' health coverage, what you need to do is go get your health coverage from Farm Bureau Health Plans because at some point in life that's going to happen and Farm Bureau Health Plans can actually help out people join adulthood because health coverage is intimidating. There's a lot of things that we don't learn uh, in school or in college about having health coverage and what's a good deal and what's a bad deal for your health coverage and rates. But Farm Bureau Health Plans will help educate you if you have to get off your parents' coverage at some point and get into adulthood and have yours. Farm Bureau Health Plans can do that. They've been helping Tennesseans uh, make that transition for now over 75 years, and they can make it happen for you, your son or daughter. If you want to kick them off of your plan, have them go to Farm Bureau Health Plans and check it out, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Today's show is powered by BetMGM. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before with BetMGM. Sign up using promo code ATOZ Sports and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. With BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters that much more. So find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today with that code. That's A-T-O-Z sports on the BetMGM app, BetMGM.com, and get $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. Okay, right, Sam. Yeah, we've I've talked a couple a lot. things to get to here. Number one, John's yeah. coming back. Let me clarify, man. Derek didn't have one of his typical top five Derrick Henry seasons. Uh, not that he didn't have a great season. 
And I, I think that that is fair. I think it's arguable, but I do think, you know, there's no questioning the fact that Derek did not have the 2020 or beginning of 2021 season that he had where he was just taking over uh, and, and really doing something that hadn't been done in the NFL uh, mm-hmm. ever, like with the amount of dominance that he had, you know, week in and week out. Trey also want to get to this. He says, if he's top five, where would you list him? Stick around because yeah. that's coming. That's coming next. But couple things. Number one, I just I, I want to double down and give a, a shout out to Philip okay. because that was one of two things that I had down really often. Nice. Because I look at this list. Josh Jacobs, free agent. Tony Pollard, free agent. Saquon Barkley, free agent. Nick Chubb, I believe, soon to be free agent next I think year. Nick Chubb gets. I think uh, Nick Chubb was. I think he's a he's an extension candidate, if at the very least, right? I'll right now, it. like this, this would be the time that you would extend him. I think he has one year left on his deal. So if you're looking from a NFLPA perspective on how we can reset the market, how can we establish value at the running back position? It's boost up the value of the guys that are about to set that market uh, that are about to be those ones that are on the free market. So if I was Zach, I'd give that a love of the show. Cause I think that has a lot to do with this. Number two, I just want to double down and say ridiculous to think that this is insecurity, but I will tell you what this is. It's recency bias. It's what Orlando said. I remember Orlando, you made that comment off the bat when we asked how you thought. That was my other part. NFL media, NFL players, the NFL world as a whole has this tendency to have recency bias regarding any player at any position at any time. Really sports in general. It's the same reason Patrick Mahomes is debated for winning the MVP award every year. It's the same reason Patrick Mahomes was getting is Joe Burrow own Patrick Mahomes is Joe Burrow. Number one in the NFL now. No, it's still Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be for a very long time in the NBA. It's the same reason that LeBron didn't win an MVP every season for 12 seasons. They hate you when you're at the top, they look for every reason to knock you down and the new fresh guy is so much more fun to, you know, boost up than the guy that's been doing it. So that's what Tony Pollard is. That's what Josh Jacobs is. These are guys that just had career seasons. Josh Jacobs spent four years in the league. He had his fifth year option declined Mm -hmm. by the Las Vegas Raiders because he wasn't very good. And now he led the NFL in rushing yards and everybody thinks he's the best one in the game. It's the same thing everybody did with Jonathan Taylor last season. There is a recency bias in the NFL where if you have one good season or you don't have the same amazing numbers you do like Derrick Henry did this past year, people tend to forget and they tend to knock you down. It's not insecurity. It is finding a reason to to have the interesting take, have the other person at the top of the list. So, that's what that's what media does though, Sam. Like like players, I think players do it too. I think players so do here's it too. here you know and totally fair points. And honestly, uh the, the, the comment about the resetting the market thing makes a lot of sense. But I've got some some comebacks to this because we went through the quarterbacks, we went through the wide receivers. There's not a resetting the market narrative to those. Those are just correct. Yeah, but there's not free agents in there. Like, what are they going to do? Put Derek Carr in the top five? Like, I mean, I mean but I mean, Justin Jefferson, right? I mean, that, yeah, but but, that, uh, that's a correct, but those are correct rankings. Like, there's but no Justin Jefferson also had a best wide receiver in the league yeah, season this I, yeah, year. I know. And, and, and so, and so while, while everything you said about the recency bias is correct on, you know, people are tired of what they've seen for three years and they want to and promote and be early on the up and coming Tony Pollard. But why does it seem like Derrick Henry never gets that treatment, right? Derrick Henry usually does it. When Derrick Henry ran for 2,000 yards, he was uh, shorted in the MVP conversation. When Derrick Henry broke his foot, everything about what happened before he broke his foot was, ah, well, he wasn't as efficient uh, when he had 2,000 yards last year. Yeah, but he was still on pace to do it again, and he followed it up. And he followed it up, and then he broke his foot. 
And then everybody's like, well, he broke his foot. Derek's done. And then all Derek Henry did was run for 1,500 yards again behind the terrible offensive line. Yeah. Well, and, and But he's not getting that respect like others do of, oh, we want to be early on Tony Pollard. Well, you're not early on Derrick Henry at this no, point. But and Derek- why he's not getting that, like, seniority treatment of just being sworn in as a top five is because he's a running back. Like, it, 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 he's a running back. Running backs are undervalued. Running backs are uh, – they have a short shelf life. People think they're going to fall off. It's been two straight years. People have said, well, Derrick Henry's going to fall off. And now he ha- finally had a season that was slightly less productive than he's been in years past. And people are probably going to project him to fall off next he, season too. Like this is yards. It was second in the league. I, I'm not. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with the value yeah. you're putting on Derek. I'm yeah. saying from a league perspective, a player perspective, a media perspective, a fan perspective, the running back position is more volatile than any other position in football. Like it, it you come and you go. You're in and you're out. So when you have Tony Pollard, who's splitting carries and exploding onto the scene as being a really efficient runner and a guy like Derrick Henry, who you felt like has lingered around for the last five years or whatever it is uh, of being really good, top five quality good, you're starting to question, okay, well, I think Henry's on his way out. Pollard is next up. That's a pretty natural cycle in terms of how, uh, well, like, people that's, that's, perceive running backs in today's NFL. Well, and that's why I, it comes down to recency bias for me. Everybody's looking to move to the next guy at all times. This isn't a projection. Like, the, again, like that's what I want to go but back that, to. But that's what we're talking about here, though. Like, no, that not. is what we're talking about. No, no, like, no, no. no. Like, li- listen, Austin, when Josh Allen lost to Joe Burrow in the playoffs, everybody anointed Joe Burrow as being – leaps and bounds better than Josh Allen. I I saw Josh Allen being listed as not a top five quarterback anymore because he can't get it done in the playoffs. Nonsense. And I went on here with Zach and I ranted about how he has 16 touchdowns and one interception in the 2020 and 2021 playoffs combined. But people forget about it. It's out of sight. It's out of mind. And running back is even more volatile than quarterback. So the Titans didn't make the playoffs this year. Derek was less productive. Is he a top five running back? Yes, absolutely. But it's not because they're insecure or looking to disrespect them. It is the recency bias that comes with playing running back. And this is, but this is an all pro list. This isn't a projection list. This is. I agree with. I agree with you. Look, look, I'm not saying should be on the list. I'm not coming out. I'm not. I'm not attacking you. I'm just saying, like, this is a. This is a rankings list based on the season that has just been finished. And so Derrick Henry was the second leading rusher in the NFL and had a career high in receiving yards this season and carried an offense that had nobody else to help it. And Derrick Henry was left out of the top five. And I know you agree that he should be in there. And we're going to get to that in here in a second. But again, I just think it's it's beyond ridiculous that Derrick Henry is not in this list for all pro. Like well, Tony Pollard got an all is an all pro. Let me ask you a question. Do you think Lamar Jackson performed like a top five quarterback this season? I don't think Lamar Jackson deserves to be an a top five all pro quarterback this season. He misses on the list. And I, why no, is I he know. on the it, list? Wait, because wait, but I, because and his I, body of work and what they think he's going to do in the future. No, it's not. It's not a future. It's an all pro. It's a this season thing. And this is all pro. All pro means this season. That's what this is. All pro. All pro. So we're basing everything off of this season yeah, alone. Yeah, that's what it is. All pro. Is it, again, I'll read from the tweet. NFL players are honoring the best in the game. We've got the top five players at their position voted on uh, specifically by those who play their position plus who they lined up against. See who made the uh, hashtag players all pro top five is an all pro list right. by the players right so but that that's what i'm saying right so you said lamar jackson probably doesn't deserve to be on this list no because he, he missed uh, he missed uh the last like third or more of the yeah. season no and I, and i think i would agree with you um but there is a, a a feeling around Lamar from what he's done in the past and what he's going to do in the future that gives off a perception that he's still elite regardless of his production or time on the field. 
like like the the narrative around a player factors into how they are perceived how they are voted on how they are viewed and i think that is the case with Derek and and with tony pollard where people view him as up and coming so if you're voting on oh well who had a great season this season he sticks out to you as somebody that really broke out regardless of what his production says um, and I think that that could have a, a big contributing factor. I'm also with, uh, I, I just want to go back to Philip too, for the love of the show, because free agent, free agent, free agent, extension candidate, like. Yeah. But again, like, like, you know, Lamar Jackson doesn't need to, d- d- because of his injury, he is not an all pro. Right? If he didn't get hurt and continued that, that trajectory in that season, then yeah. But other guys who deserve to be an all pro player at quarterback, and we're talking about the fifth all pro quarterback which yeah. is there's only five all pro quarterbacks when the players vote on it but i mean jared goff and what he did with the lions i, I mean kirk cousins like yeah even but do, though, you, do you feel he, strongly enough about that to really make i mean no I and mean, that's why we're not doing a show about it but yeah. but again if you're talking about who had all pro seasons a guy who missed the last six games of the regular season because of an injury and who, who didn't come back and play in the playoffs i don't think needs to be eligible to be considered an all pro because that's 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 knocking players at in their sport who stayed healthy and had great years. If you want to be real about it, Geno Smith deserves more to be the fifth all-pro quarterback than Lamar Jackson because Geno Smith did the unthinkable I do like and that. took the Seahawks to the freaking playoffs. But listen, this is this is the last thing we'll say before we move on to our official rankings. Jason says, again, this is part hate and part popularity. This is where I disagree with you and I disagree with Jason. I don't think this is any part hate. I think this is completely one, the market that we've discussed at length now with Phillip's comment and two, all popularity. And the my point that I'm trying to make, just trying to wrap it up where Derek is at in his career where Derek is uh, amongst NFL running backs is a point where he's no longer Mr. Popular. He's no longer hot Mr. 2000 yards. He missed the back end of the season last year with an injury. He came out this year, had a great season. And those of us that watched every Titans game know just how good he was despite not having the offensive line up front, but he's not this hot name anymore in the NFL world. And when it comes to running backs, volatile running backs and players looking at who's next up and who's the best doing it right now. That is why he got left off this list is because he's not popular at the moment because Tony Pollard is one of the top names coming out of people's mouths because we just watched what Josh Jacobs did this season. And now he's Mr. Popular for his his season. So I think it comes down to how easily you can get apathetic about a guy's production when he does it for such an extended period of time. Uh, yeah. Derek Henry fatigue. I mean, I think that's, I think that makes sense. Derek Henry fatigue is this the same way. I think a lot of people have LeBron James fatigue, the same way people have Steph Curry fatigue. That's what I was saying. That's yeah, what I, I, was I mean, saying. I get, look, I, I don't disagree with that overall. And I know several of you guys made those points as well, but again, Jags got juice who is a Jags fan says that to- that Pollard is, dog poop compared to what Derrick Henry is. <laughs> so that's a Jags fan saying that. So Sam, let's get to this because we've talked 45 minutes plus about this. And now let's just ask this question so we can try to make it right. Because as much as you disagree with my reasoning, uh, we both disagree that Henry is left out of this top five list. So let's ask this question to everybody. Where should Derrick Henry rank? in the top running backs in the NFL. You can give us a number, one through whatever. Where should Derrick Henry rank among the top running backs in the NFL? Uh, But Sam, tell us about Hughes and Coleman. Hughes and Coleman, injury lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, you need to call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation. And their phone number is as easy as it gets. That's 800-800-4600. They have the resources to go and fight those big insurance companies to get you every dollar you deserve from your car wreck. Hughes and Coleman has recovered over $1 billion for their clients in Tennessee and Kentucky over the last 30 years. For a free case consultation, call that number. That's 800-800-4600. Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, Principal Office, Nashville, Tennessee. 
Also, don't forget with a BetMGM app, you can sign up today. Use our code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports when you sign up for the BetMGM app, and they've got a great first bet offer for you. That's where you make your first bet after your first deposit, and you can receive up to 1000 bucks in bonus bets if that first bet misses. Uh, this is a great way to do it. This is how Zach and I jumped on board a couple of years ago with BetMGM. That first bet offer is massive. So you can go all in on something and be okay with it. Know that you're going to have a backup plan because if you hit the bet, Two thumbs up, fantastic, you get the winnings. If you miss that first bet, that's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets with our code ATOZ Sports. Visit betmd.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualifications and other requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued at knowledgeable bonus bets and bonus bets expire in seven days. For problem and gamble support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. So Sam, uh, we're asking the question, where should uh, Derek Henry rank in the NFL running backs list for the last time. We put it up here at the NFL PA top five running backs, Jacobs, Chubb, Pollard, McCaffrey, Barkley, uh, Sam, what are the chats saying about where Derek Henry should actually be? Dalen is at number one. Dom says number five. Uh, Marco's at one. JC says one. Josh says three. Jonathan says one. Steven says one. Xavier says six. Ken says two. Ron says two. Trey says five. Uh, we got one, one, two, 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 second, second from Eric. Top five, top three from Aldo, top three from Vandy Fan 615. Michael says second. Jay says based on 2022, third. Uh, Brashawn says two. We got one from Rooney. Derek should be in the top three from Brent, third at worst from Jason, two behind McCaffrey, and before Saquon from Orlando, four from DeMario. Uh, six from Jesse, two, three, three, one or two. Only Chubb is close to him from Charlie B. Top Troop says three, two, a solid one. Number one from Carol. Seems like the consensus is number three. I would say most commonly replied with answers our guy Philip, who's been on a roll today, yeah. coming in at number two again. So, Austin, I'll go to you. Uh, where is Derrick Henry? right now among the top five running backs in the NFL. Yeah. Phillips had a great show this morning on a Friday. Uh, so, you know, I, I have a hard time not saying one, Sam, like, honestly, like in, in the, I think the, there's an irony here. What do, so the top three rushers in the league, right? Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry, Nick Chubb, one, two, and three. What do the Raiders Titans and Browns all have in common for this past season? They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> so so I, I think that's interesting that usually the top five, the top runners come from teams who won games because they're sitting on leads and, and you know, carrying their team to victory to run off that clock. But, you know, I, I do find that interesting. You know, I look at yards average per game and I see that Nick, uh, Josh Jacobs averaged 97.2 yards a game and Derek Henry at 96.1 yards per game I, I i mean i think i know how bad this titans offensive line really was also the injuries to right plural injuries to ryan Tannehill. you know think about the two games that malik willis started in the middle of the season at houston and against the chiefs on sunday night football when everybody in the stadium watching on tv knew that Derrick Henry was going to get the football a ton and Malik Willis was going to throw it like for 50 yards a game. And Derrick Henry was still able to blow through the Texans like he normally does. And then have the Titans have a legitimate chance to beat the, the chiefs in Arrowhead on Sunday night football with Malik Willis. Like Derrick Henry is the only guy who can legitimately carry his team to victories uh, of these guys, of these running backs. Like, you know, Josh Jacobs, I think, deserves a shot. I think Josh Jacobs is a really good runner, and he did it in a contract year, which I think has to go into account. Players usually play well and extra hard in a contract year. Derrick Henry has to be the number one running back for me because of what all was on his shoulders and on his legs and really on his hands this season. He also had nearly 400 receiving yards. That, that's a lot, nearly 2,000 yards from scrimmage in 16 games. Uh, and so, you know, Derrick Henry, I think 
still deserves to be the number one running back? Uh, I do not have him at number one. That's fair. And, and I just don't think I can put Josh Jacobs, who had a slightly better season statistically and a better offensive line. So I, it's not Josh Jacobs. Okay. Like I'll give you that. And so here's what it comes down to for me. Uh, when I factor in best running back and I make my list and I, I went over this a couple of times, I'm still kind of torn on where I have Henry number two or number three. I think I have him at number two. Okay. Um, but I think it's very close, maybe a tie for a second. I don't know uh, what it comes down to is how well-rounded you are uh, and how, how, just all across the board consistent you are what we have seen with Derek that especially this past year uh regardless of the wide re- or the the receiving numbers he's not a pass catching threat i mean those receiving numbers are a couple 80 yard screens that you know caught the defense off guard you know oh, he, how many 80 yard screens did Derek have i mean he had a i mean i don't know 80 yards but he had a yeah, most his, of his, his long yards. his long was 69 so, I, I, really right, so, so ones, Sam, though. so he had 33 catches, right? 11 of those went for first downs. So regardless if it was first and 10 or second and seven or second and 16. So 11 of those went for first down. But right? you, I mean, regardless, you can't are, I, I don't think there's an argument that Derek is like a legitimate pass catching. He's play. not, it, but it's this nice year to work was it into better. the offense to keep a defense on their toes. But it's he doesn't have great hands. It's he's not a great route runner. Like those aren't aspects of his game. He's not very good in pass protection. He's just the best runner in football. Yeah. Maybe the best runner ever. Like that's the type of talent that he has when you give the ball with him with two two steps of momentum. I have him at number two. I think Christian McCaffrey is my number one. I think Austin Eckler is very close uh, because Austin Eckler, twenty touchdowns last season, eighteen this season. Over 900 rushing yards in both seasons. He caught 107 footballs and that's 700 uh, receiving yards this year. So they bring an aspect to their offenses that are, are very well-rounded um, and, 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 you know, two-dimensional, three-dimensional at times that I think is incredibly, incredibly valuable. Uh, the fact that the San Francisco 49ers can use McCaffrey as a 150-yard rusher out of the backfield running outside zone and then can also line him up in the slot and throw him the ball 10 times a game. That is a different type of value. So uh, yeah, I have him at at two uh, slightly ahead of Eckler who I I don't think is quite as talented as McCaffrey and doesn't have quite the impact that Derek has getting all the attention. My top five McCaffrey, Henry Eckler, Barkley Chubb is who I've got in my top five, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I do think you have to factor in all facets of the game. Derek is an unbelievable generational Hall of Fame talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I watch that Niners team play, I just think to myself, like, good mm-hmm. Lord, Christian McCaffrey can do everything. Yeah, he's a he special player. everything well. Yeah, he's a, he's a very special player. But again, you know, we're, we're talking about running backs here. And look, I, I respect what you say there. I've been a... Uh, I've been a person who's been in the corner of Christian McCaffrey for a long time and what his abilities were when he came out of Stanford and what he's been able to turn into uh, and continue to be um, in the NFL. But all right, so let's wrap this up with ain't that, oh, you got something else? Yeah. Well, I just want to acknowledge catching. it. It's running back, not catching back. That's like saying, oh, it's quarterback, not running back. Having multiple skills is a good thing. Juan. Yeah, yeah. Being able to do more is a good thing. Like you want to be multidimensional. This is like, get out of here with that. You're like, oh, we don't need a mobile quarterback. It's called a quarterback because you pass the ball. No, part of playing football and being good at running back, being good at wide receiver, being good at any position is being able to do so many things well and have a diverse skill set. And and that's what Christian McCaffrey has. The fact that you can play him anywhere and he can be valuable in this, in just as valuable in the slot or running an end around as he is with a, uh, you know, just a running it between the tackles is a testament to how good of a running back he is. Not the fact that he catching the ball is a good quality. I, I don't know what you're trying <laughs> yeah, to no, say. It is, it is. It, but I also do think, and I, I promise this is the last thing we're going to do. And then we're going to go to good news. Um, I also do think we have to remember how bad Todd Downing was, you know, like yep. Todd Downing was really bad this year. The, 
super like overweighted balance of running on first and 10 hurts Derek Henry. On, yeah, absolutely. No, like you cannot, we gotta, that's a big deal. You have right? to remember it. You have to remember it. And you have to like, like I said too, like you, you have to remember that offensive line and what they did. Like that Denver game is the one that sticks out to me where it felt like the Broncos were just like, Hey, find 22 and run after him, all 11 of you. And mm -hmm. they were just content with being like, all right, here you go, Derek. And nobody felt like blocking for him. He was getting hit in the backfield and it would, it, so yeah, there is something to that. Uh, but I don't need anybody telling me that it's called a running back, not a catching back when, you know, <laughs> If Derek Henry, Derek, there's a reason Derek runs routes and works on his hands during practice all the time because he knows it's valuable and it makes him yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, hey, look, how about this? Uh, Johnny Lee says, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Get him, Sam. Yeah, Sam, we, we, we've got a little little fire back and forth here on this show. I like it. I need it. We, yeah. They were right. asking for it. They, That's right. They, <laughs> That's right. All right, Sam, let's get to Ain't That Good News. We're, we're going to ask you for your good news and also, also – uh, what do you guys think Zach's main talking point is as he talks to his alma mater battleground Academy this morning, the high school students, but we're going to get to ain't that good. Ain't that good news. Uh, but I'm going to tell you guys about Wilson County Hyundai. We've been working with Wilson County Hyundai for a long time. Payne bones, a great guy. He's fantastic. He can help you out, uh, for your new car buying purchase, because that can be an intimidating, annoying, tedious process. So make sure you include Wilson County Hyundai, a part of that new car buying process in Lebanon. So that means you don't have to pay those ridiculous downtown Nashville prices. Uh, you go see our guy Payne Bone, the rest of the team that he's uh, uh, built out there in Lebanon at Wilson County Hyundai. The Hyundai brand, fantastic, continuing to evolve with technology. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code ATOZ Sports and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. With BetMGM at your fingertips, each and every play and each and every game becomes that much more interesting. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today with the bonus code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app, betmgm.com, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. <laughs> Good news Friday. Yeah, Friday, baby. Ain't that good news to, to send us to the weekend. Uh, so good news. Sheila John said, Huff says, good news. Sam was great. Free agent pickup. Uh, I got you, bro. Hey, yes. Uh, so, yeah, Sam was a great uh, free a agent free agent pickup. signing. There you hey, go. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you were probably more of a, uh, you know, a lower level free oh, UDFA. agent. I mean, no. How would I describe the the acquisition of Sam? You know, yeah, probably an undrafted free agent initially. Yeah. Uh, but then you 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 move past that rookie contract pretty quick and you got extended. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that credit. So uh, so ain't that good news? Uh, you know, we're going through a lot of things on this. Ain't that good news? Oh my gosh, no, I completely forgot the peanut butter. Uh, so I will, man, dang it. What do you have to do? Uh, I have to put the peanut butter in my mouth. Um, like you had to do that one time. So I'll do mm. that Monday. I, I promise I'll do it Monday. Uh, I have a 9.30 meeting that I get to get to in person. Did Zach and ever do the hot chip, the spicy he's chip? He's doing it next week. Okay. It, it delivers oh, this week. In, that's the ship, yeah. right? Yeah, he's got it. It's at his house. Uh, he's going to do it next week. So I forgot the peanut butter. I'll do that next week. Uh, so more good news. Uh, and also, what is Zach's main talking point when he's talking to BGA, his alma mater, this morning? Caleb says Zach has spent the first hour talking about the Titans trading <laughs> AJ Brown. Uh, so, uh, good news, uh, for you guys, Sam, um, we met because Zach and I did a, uh, speaking, I don't know. We, we talked to some students at Lipscomb university around, it was like February of last year. Uh, so what did you, what was the main thing that you took away from that conversation? We talked afterwards and then, you know, we got to know each other and you started working with us a, a couple months after that. But what, what do you remember most from, uh, that Lipscomb, uh, university, uh, conversation from last February. Yeah, uh, I would say two things. Number one, kind of as a collective with your guys' vision for A to Z sports uh, and, and your your passion for growth and, and your commitment to growth was obviously something that stood out uh, of 
you guys had a level of success for yourself and for both of you individually. Um, and, and you were just very committed to continuing to grow the brand and build something bigger than both of you, uh, which I think definitely stood out to me. The other thing uh, which I still think stands out to me is passion and seeking out young talent uh, and your um, just being intentional about that. I, I think it's a very yeah. unique opportunity uh, that A to Z sports provides to myself and to so many other people out there that are uh, young looking for opportunities in the sports industry uh, and, and having prioritizing that, right? Like yeah, you, you guys gave me an opportunity to do what I love at a young age, uh, saw some of yourself in me um, and, and continue to do that for me, for other people and, and put that forward. So I think those are the things that stood out to me as being, something that I felt really strongly about what was also just with the business model in general and new media and how, how catered to young people it is. And in a world of sports media, that is very boomer newspaper paywall type of, <laughs> but that that's the reality. And A to Z yeah. comes with the social media, you know, Gen Z media, find a way to cater to a younger audience with younger employees. I think that's a really, really cool um, aspect of the company. Yeah, and that's important to, to both Zach and I too. Orlando says, so was Sam attending Lipscomb University when you met? Yeah, you were getting set to graduate like two months from that point. And yeah. that's, you know, it, you know, when I graduated from Tennessee with a broadcast journalism degree, I had to go to a radio station to intern for free for, for eight months before I got a single dollar. And so there's not a lot of opportunities for people who go to, to school, uh, you know, and want to do this for a living. You don't you don't have the chance to just do something for a living. And so that's one thing. Well, well and I told you at to the do. time I, I had, I had been working for a company for a while and I had a, it was another sports media kind of opportunity and they had been wanting to bring me on it. But when I, when I first met you and you and Zach kind of like at, at that thing, what you guys were doing felt just felt like more of a fit. Like I, I had that opportunity on the table, but it didn't feel like me uh, and, and something with A to Z and, and the way that you guys um, like, like I, like I mentioned how comfortable it was for, for younger people. And it just felt very up my alley felt like something that I could get passionate about and contribute to right away where it felt like a much, much better fit, which I like, I think means a lot for like yeah. coming out of school. Yeah, so Zach talking to his his uh, alma mater BGA this morning. Uh, so talking to some more high school students that may maybe want to follow a passion in life, whatever that passion might be. All right, ain't that good news? So more good news for all of you guys. Aaron says, uh, "My good news that he got all of his mom's Valentine's present ready. Uh, all he needs to do is put it in a box and close it, and waiting for one more thing from Walmart. So Valentine's Day uh, coming up right after the Super Bowl. Don't forget, people." Just because the Super Bowl is one week later, Valentine's Day is usually right around that. So you can't yep. screw that up too. Uh, Nick Ewing says, good news. Going to the whiteout SLU versus VCU game tonight. Then driving to Manhattan tomorrow to see K-State beat Texas college basketball season. Oh, ooh, that sounds like a heck of a I'm in, I'm in for that, Nick. College basketball season is here. This is this is a good time for you and I. This is, uh, yeah. That, that college basketball awesome. fans uh, unite this time of year. There you go. Big 10 Jeff. Good news. Heading to Disney this weekend for the second to last weekend of the Festival of the Arts so his mom can get her sushi donut. Sushi donut. It's interesting. Uh, DeMario says good news. Got a contracted high. Uh, oh, got a contract hired with the Titans as a youth development coach doing clinics and skill camps for youth up to high school age. That's really cool, DeMario. So congrats on that. And hopefully we can learn more about that um, as that uh, gets underway and, and you, uh, jump into that opportunity. So Sam, what is your good news this morning? You know, my good news is related to my shade because oh. I threw shade on myself uh, when I was on here with Zach. And my good news is that my foot is feeling better. So, uh. that, but that is, it, it seems insignificant. I promise you it's not because it, it was just a little thing. I didn't know what I did to my foot. I was on a run almost two weeks ago now. Uh, with my roommate and I was almost on my way back. I just felt something a little weird. And I was, I was like, all right, I'm going to pull up and go easy. And it just started hurting. And this pain in my foot has not gone away for two weeks. I've been hobbling around. Uh, very weird. Like you push down on it, you rub it. It, it doesn't hurt at all, but then hmm. walking hurts for some reason. So just an absurd, weird injury that has kept me out of running, kept me out of the gym some days this 
the last couple weeks. Uh-oh. And I think it, I think we're finally at the point that we're back. So good. big good news there. That is that is good news. Dealing with nagging injuries just flat out sucks. So hey, you got the Bone and Joint Institute if it if it doesn't go away uh, mm-hmm. to take care of you there. So uh, my good news uh, is the fact that I get to celebrate something with a close friend over the weekend. Uh, one of uh, one of our friends is getting inducted into his high school's Hall of Fame, mm. uh, which I thought was pretty freaking badass. And so uh, uh, he's coming to Nashville with his wife uh, uh, tomorrow. He grew up in the Memphis area. And so they're doing that uh, Sunday in Memphis, uh, that induction. But we're getting to go out and have dinner in Nashville with him. He lives out of state. Uh, but going into his high school Hall of Fame uh, for something that he's that he should be very proud about uh, for what he did with his high school over the last couple of years. I won't get too deep into that, but man, a big a big uh, acknowledgement for uh, for him for for that. I'm excited to see him tomorrow and to go to dinner and, and celebrate a a big deal going into your high school Hall of Fame for something he did after graduation to help out the high school. So pretty cool there. But that's my good news. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty sweet. Like that's yeah. kind of like I feel like when you're in high school, that's what you like think about. You're just like, yeah, like you see all the names or whatever. I used to remember like playing sports in high school. We had like a like a a hall of fame, I guess, and it was like yeah. like yeah. just all like the people that have have been great athletes there, and they've got their pictures or whatever. And you're just like, oh, I, like I want to make it up there or something like that. So yeah, that's that's. Very, very yeah. cool. Moment. This is That'll nothing sports for... related. This is about affecting change in the high no. school and something. Yeah. And this is that, Even which so, I think right? like that's something yeah. that I don't know if he has kids, but like that's something no. that you'll go yet, you'll yeah. show your kids someday. Like that's absolutely, the... absolutely so. big deal. Big freaking deal there. So I'm pumped about that, but that wraps up good news. I got, a, I got a meeting. I get to get to in nine, 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, all right, guys, hope everybody has a fantastic, safe weekend. Don't forget if you're still watching on Facebook and YouTube, give us a like, Give us that thumbs up before you go on the show. We greatly appreciate that. So give us that thumbs up there right there in the like button. And if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our channel, please. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, hit that subscribe button. We're trying to get to 15,000 followers. It'd be great if we could do it by draft night. We're about, you know, uh, what would that math be? Three and a half away, three and a half K away from our 15. So let's get to that together. Appreciate all of you guys and have a great safe weekend. We'll see you Monday here on A to Z Sports. Uh, Talk to you soon.